whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest joining us, Sean Quigley from the Hottest Girl in Class podcast. It's me. I'm here. Hey, guys. (laughs) Yay. It's been so long. Probably. I don't know. It has. It's been since Halloween. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It has been. Yeah. That's too long. Um, and today we are talking about season 10, episodes 35 and 36, The Way We Get By. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Drew has developed a new reputation after he hooked up with Bianca in the boiler room, which makes him undesired among the Degrassi female population. Well, most of the female population. (laughs) Can I just tell you that was one sentence that involved one comma. (laughs) Continuing. Bianca is still interested in Drew, but he at first ignores her advances. Then, after continued advances, Drew gives in. He gives in. (laughs) That was all right. That was also all part of the sentence. (laughs) Drew gives in. He gives in. They're just emphasizing. Riley is trying to take an interest in Zane's hobbies, but it doesn't fit the bill. (laughs) No, that's not what's happening. Allie is trying to make friends at her new school. That's kind of what's happening. Sure. The YouTube summaries are getting wiki-level crazy. They're getting very crazy, which makes it extra fun for me. Yeah. Let's hope that these ones don't start to have spoilers in them. Seriously. Um, but yeah, that sure. Why not? And the episode is called The Way We Get By, which is a 2002 song by Spoon. I really like this song. Me it too. reminds me of the OC because I'm pretty sure it was in an episode of the OC. Yes. And it reminds me of that Will Ferrell movie, Stranger Than Fiction, because they used that song as like the instrumental of that song as like the score of that movie. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Yeah. So it reminds me of that. And I like Spoon. Reminds me of a skateboard video from 2006 that I'll never forget. <laughs> um, but. As far as its connection to the episode, I don't know. I guess everyone's just fucking getting by. I don't know. <laughs> With a song title like The Way We Get By, you can apply it to literally any fucking thing possible. There's yeah. no storyline that it can't be like, yeah, sure, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I think this was just like a, we have nothing that ties to this specifically, so Spoon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, writers the song and they had they were saving it for like okay sorry my dog's going crazy right now (laughs) (laughs) they're just saving the song for like okay when are we gonna have an episode when we just can't think of a fucking title like they just pulled the spoon card it was there in case emergency use spoon yeah i mean yeah just slap some spoon on it whatever why not (laughs) um okay so the episode starts with a basketball game. So I guess basketball's back in our lives. And it, they just every basketball song, because in the last episode, they played another dumb song oh, over a basketball really game. Bad. They just keep playing like the dumbest songs over basketball games. And I don't know why. I don't you have know. so many opportunities for good basketball games. <laughs> no, the song sounds like a 12-year-old is trying to sound like Fred Durst and the Beastie Boys all at once. No. It's fucking awful. It's terrible. Also, I'm like so hurt inside that Fred Durst and the Beastie Boys just came out of your mouth in, <laughs> in the, the same, same sentence. sentence. 
like a nightmare combination. It breaks my heart. How um, dare you do that to the Beastie Boys? <laughs> and I guess Drew no, plays. That's true. I don't mean to disparage the Beastie Boys in any way. I think maybe, did you mean like Fred Durst trying to be the Beastie Boys? Maybe. Or just like no, an just, unholy yeah. union. <laughs> I don't know. No, this, yeah, this is an unholy union, yet made by like a 12-year-old. Like this yeah. singer sounds like he's 13. It's a real goddamn bummer. And the first line is time to win, which is always a problem. Oh. And so I guess Drew plays basketball too, and he's a all-around sport kind of guy. And then I guess they win, whatever. Whatever. But Drew is lonely because Casey has Jenna again, and Dave has what's-her-face. Sadie? Sure. Tall girl. Tall girl, and... (laughs) No, it's not Jess. Jess is a different person, but they look almost the same. Um... But oh, okay, that's fine then. Yeah, but uh, it, but yeah, Drew is lonely fifth wheel guy, and that's basically what we get from this scene. And I feel like they're talking about like making out, and it's gross, and I don't want to hear about it. Um, nope, don't want to listen to children talk about making out. I'm cool. I'm yeah, super really cool. Candidly on that. Talking- yeah, they're uh, they're obnoxious <laughs> like high school couples, it's and ridiculous. especially like. They're like the youngest looking of the cast, so that really bums me out. They're also younger than Drew. Drew's just like hanging out with a bunch of tenors or whatever. And I'm like, Drew, why are you even trying to impress them? It's Casey and Dave. Seriously. Have some self-respect. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit about Casey or Dave? No one. Nobody. Literally, except for Casey and Dave. Literally no one. Um, the, and the, Coach Armstrong. The theme song happens. And then we get a nice life serial ad placement. <laughs> um, and Sav is trying to give Allie advice about making friends at her new school. Yeah, but don't, don't you feel like 90% of sibling arguments on television usually surround around, like, are involved with cereal? Like, it's usually <laughs> the last bowl of cereal accounts for 90% of sibling arguments on television, I've noticed. That's a good point. I don't think my brother and I have ever once fought about breakfast. No. That's never been a thing. It's always the last ego or the last bowl of cereal or you finish the milk. I feel like that's all siblings argue about. Oh, yeah, it's like, why did you put the milk in the fridge if it was empty? Or like stuff like that. It's a weird trope that I don't understand. That was never an issue in my home. No, no. one was mad about breakfast. No. We were mad about plenty of other <laughs> shit, but no one was mad about breakfast. Um, I mean, maybe that's just a family that doesn't have a lot going on. That is a fair point. Um, but also I was like vegetarian or vegan for most of the time. So my brother was like, I don't want to be involved in anything that you're eating. I just always woke up <laughs> earlier than my siblings. So I never had to worry about it. Not, that is not surprising to me at all. That's very on brand for you. <laughs> or I would just grab a granola bar like in high school. I would just grab a granola bar and eat it on the way to school. Because you had to be there so goddamn oh early. Oh my God. My first class started at like 730 or something. Why do they do Maybe. that to children? I don't know. Um... Uh, yeah, seven oh five, I think. Oh my god, that's too early. Insane. I think my first class wasn't until eight, but I was still late like every single day of my life. I can't remember anymore. Nah. <laughs> High school was so long ago. High school was like eight years ago almost for me, which is weird. Oh god, I'm I'm like coming up to my ten year reunion that I'm not gonna attend. I like think next I have, year? Like, I think I have like a year. Oh my god, I'm not gonna go. But I think I'm my gonna go on reunion with a few months. Of getting oh. go. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not going. I think my friends and I are talking about like going on a cruise. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds fun. Instead, 
I avoided it like the fucking egg. I was so glad because my girlfriend wanted to go because we graduated high school the same year. But she ended up having like plans. She had to do something with like a bridal shower or something. So I got to not go, and it was the fuck. I played video games. I was alone. It was just the best high school reunion ever. Perfect. <laughs> it was great. I just didn't go. Yeah, you don't really need them anymore anyway because everyone's on Facebook. If you really want to know what someone's doing, you can find them. Exactly. And, like, the people who run that shit are always the people that I, like, did not want to spend time with in high school. No. So, like, why? Why would I go to a party organized by people I don't like? That sounds terrible. It was also at noon. It was at noon on a Sunday and admission was $60. I'm like, okay, I'm not spending $120 to get drunk in my hometown at noon with people I dislike. What a waste of a Sunday. Like, Sunday isn't even a good day, but it's still, like, a waste. Yeah, it's, like, the last day before the work. I don't want to spend that day with, like, high school people. Absolutely not. I barely leave my house when I go home. Yeah, there was like the Facebook group setting it up, and once people started talking in it, I just left the fucking group. I wanted <laughs> nothing to do whatsoever. No. Nope. No. Hard pass. I don't even know what my school does for reunions. I I don't know. I went to plenty of restaurants and bars when I was home and avoided people's eye contact there. That's that's about all I can do. My mother moved <laughs> yeah. from my hometown, so I like don't go anymore. And also, even if we did have a high school reunion, I don't think anyone knows my address, and they definitely don't know my mother's new address. So I wouldn't. I'm not even gonna know when it's happening. The most awkward thing is when you go home and you go to like a restaurant, and someone you went to high school with is your waiter or your waitress. Yep. it's so uncomfortable. Weird. Or your bartender. I'm like, nope, I hate this. In my town, hometown, there's like a Bermuda Triangle of there's a supermarket, a brunch restaurant, and like the local bar that form this triangle and. It's exactly like the Bermuda Triangle, except instead of disappearing, you just run into your teachers and ex-girlfriends whenever you're fucking there. <laughs> and it is the w- easiest place to avoid. I never want to go there. It's terrible. Every time I go, I see someone. No. Okay, I don't even know how we got onto the subject of high school reunions, but should we yeah, talk- I don't know. Should should we, we were talk- talking about breakfast. It's been 12 minutes, and we have not gotten past the should theme Should we talk song. about fashion? <laughs> yes. Allie wears a uniform now, and I know Sean wants to talk about it. (laughs) Sean tweeted about it and tagged the actress who plays Allie. Well, she watched a Snapchat that he sent to her, and now he's very excited. I am on a mission to get Mindy on your show. For some reason, she added me on Snapchat back. That's amazing. I'm slowly just weakening her until she decides to come on the podcast please that's all we want like, i mean we need this like cred. having a I butterfly land on your hand you know i don't want to scare her off but i just want to get her on or so, like coaxing a deer goal, i love melinda shankar and i will get her on this show if it's the last thing i do yes please oh my god amazing so all yeah she's at her girl's school now wearing a uniform that i don't really find very flattering but it's fine. The sweaters like are it. a bad color. They're like, like a gross khaki. There's a plaid skirt. I don't know. That's really <laughs> all. Fair I'm point. A simple man. <laughs> um, Riley finally got a haircut. But I liked his hair before because my first note about Riley was Riley's hair is good. I like I like a big hair. And then they cut it all off. Fluff ball on his head. I love it. And then they cut it all off. 
Did we talk about Bianca's leather jacket that she looked so cool in? No, we did not. But, but I do love that leather jacket. I love that she that was her like first impulse to wear to like her casual group date was like leather jacket. Yes. Let's do this. She's so cool. <laughs> she is so cool. She is really cool. I know this episode totally turned me around on her. I know. Well, Holland didn't watch it until yesterday, and we were texting, and she was like, "Is it good? Is it going to go by fast? Am I going to hate this?" And I was like. Here's the thing. I love Bianca now, if that <laughs> intrigues you. <laughs> like, how did this happen? <laughs> this is the point where my crush on Bianca grows and, like, Allie starts to fade into the background because I'm constantly going through roller coasters on which to go. I'll see girl I'm in love with. <laughs> right now is when Bianca really comes into the limelight and she's my favorite. Because she's amazing. She's fucking cool. Also, Riley in that tank top, though, he looks like an adult. Can I just say? Yeah, He's he got, does. like, chest hair. He, like, he just... He looks older than, like, most people I went to college with. <laughs> I also like his art out- outfit with his, like, black turtleneck. It's a good art outfit. Yeah, it's exactly what I would wear if I was at an art opening also. I'd be like, okay, I know turtlenecks are cool with this crowd. I'm yeah. going turtleneck. <laughs> Anya knew what she was doing. Can't go wrong with the turtleneck. Um, can we talk about Ron Ron's outfit? Because he wears, Fucking like... Fucking Ron Ron! Ron Ron wears a beanie. Like, he just looks like someone who's going to, like, casually give you shrooms beanie, in the ravine. vest, black and he white camo like shirt. He named Ron Ron. <laughs> he truly does. <laughs> Oh, Riley's still rocking puka shells, too. He will never stop rocking puka shells. That's his entire vibe. Yeah, I I have a note later about the puka shells. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, Anya rocked really high socks in her schoolgirl uniform, so I like that as well. (laughs) And that's about it. (laughs) I think my only other note is that Thomas, the ex-boyfriend guy, had, like, super-duper ripped jeans, like, up to his ass that I was confused about. Yeah, didn't care for Thomas. Thomas was a jerk. Thomas he was, was a jerk. A baby. I did not like Thomas. <laughs> um, I did not care for him at all. Thomas was kind of a bitch. <laughs> he was super a bitch. <laughs> he was a total bitch. Yeah. And a bully. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll and get to it. Obviously, very insecure. Yes. <laughs> Especially we... about his art. Oh my god. Well, it's not good. He has a right to be insecure. <laughs> Riley surprisingly <laughs> has good insight into art. I know. Okay. When we get there, I want to talk about the fact that Riley is like good question mark at art commentary. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah a, he's at least good at faking his way through he is i mean he's just as good at faking his way through as like anyone in my critique classes in college um he's just as good at faking his way through as any art critic is because they're all just as full of shit as he is <laughs> exactly um okay but then we're with then drew is like walking down the hallway and is like trying to like flirt with anything that moves and everyone's like ew no go away because his reputation is trash because of the boiler room dealio um and bianca is still thirsty as hell yeah and god oh like bianca god (laughs) (laughs) we've missed you sean (laughs) and okay and then we're with zane and riley and zane wants to take riley to an art thing and Riley's like oh no I don't want to do that I don't like art which is hilarious because his immediate reaction is like no thank you (laughs) and then he's talking to Anya and he's just like so like is being a boyfriend just like doing stuff that sucks and she's like most of the time yeah (laughs) like suck it up and do the thing exactly (laughs) truer words have not often been said there's few things truer yeah. Like 50% of being in a relationship is like 
compromising and doing a thing you don't really want to do because the other person wants to do the thing and you're like, oh, fine, I guess I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah, it's yeah like... most of my day thing, fuck it, fine, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fine, I'm very okay with this. Um, and then he's like, oh, then I'm going to need a makeover. So then we know that we have a makeover montage in our future. I wish there was a song over the makeover montage. I know. And then, okay. That's what it was. <laughs> and then, uh, wait, Casey is breaking the news to Drew that his reputation is bad. And then, oh, oh, Casey and Dave. And they're being really gross about Bianca. They're like, Bianca's notoriously gross. Oh, yeah. He says Bianca's famously gross, which is like a terrible thing to say. But also, I thought that was a really funny sentence. <laughs> but also, they like invite Drew to come on their like group date where they're going to play Twister. I'm like, ew, who plays Twister? This is disgusting. No. The Twister thing was gross. And <laughs> the thing about the famously gross line upset me because... Girls like Bianca, guys say things like this about them, but then they're all fucking IMing them when they go home, at least in my high school experience. No, that These is the, the truest all fact. hitting on Bianca when, when Drew's not around. They're all, like, talking about how hot she is, but no, nobody else can date her because she's gross, and it's mean. It is Bianca's mean. Perfect. It's fucked up. It's very mean. And I also do not like the new Casey and Dave team up because no. they're both terrible. And I don't, like, putting them together makes sense, but I hate it. Yeah, it's like, it's just, yeah, it's my, yeah, they're my least favorite duo. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, but then we're with Allie, who is trying way too hard to be friends with Malika. Is that her name? Unclear. Um, yeah. And who is like a family friend, kind of. And they seem like kind of the mean girls. They do not want to talk to Allie. And I immediately had flashbacks of um, Allie trying to, like, befriend the cheerleaders and just being like, I'm a part of your group now. And they're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. So Allie's trying way too hard. And then the girl is like, do I know you? (laughs) Poor Allie is just as bold and brazen and try hard with girls as she is with guys. And it's only to her demise. Yeah. She's just, like, she doesn't know how to, like, for a person who's very social, she does not know how to be social. No. And. Yeah. So then she's, like, oh, yeah, like, my mom is this person. Like, she knows your mom. And she asked me to invite you to dinner, but you don't have to go. I don't know. And then the girl's, like, okay, yeah, fine, sure. It's the, it's a really good mom excuse. Um, Yeah, it's a, it's very uh, sneaky. And it's like a, oh, yeah, my mom would like that, too. Let's look good for our moms kind of a deal. I also like the line, parents are the worst, right? What, do they expect me to do homework all the time? Yeah, <laughs> that'll get you. Oh, oh that's Allie. fucking smooth, Allie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then, okay, then, like, during the makeover, Riley gets a haircut. And then, and they do a really good job. Like, I liked his long hair, but they do, like, for just, like, casually cutting his hair in his room, they do a solid job. His hair looks so much better. Um, And then they, like, go through all of his shirts. His, like, what is it? Zesty? His zesty shirt is there <laughs> or whatever. Shirt, yeah. The stripy one that his mom was like, mm, maybe not that one. And then they land on the black turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't notice, as you know, as is my job as your straight male correspondent, I didn't notice Riley's hair changed until the next episode. I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I see you got a haircut last episode. We appreciate your consistency. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then and then we're with Drew, who I guess plays the drums who now. plays drums, which... I've never liked Drew, and suddenly I'm like, am I attracted to Drew? Oh, what no. just happened? Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. You're listen, so predictable. What are we going to do with you? I'm like, listen, I am who I am. I can't change it now. Oh, too... no, my consistency. Listen, <laughs> listen. I never said I wasn't consistent or predictable. I am who I am. I'm 26, and I'm too old to goddamn change, okay? <laughs> Okay, uh, so Drew's playing the drums, and Bianca comes in all, like, sultry, and he's, like, kind of trying to put her off at first, because her friend, his friends were slut-shaming her to him, so he's like, oh, no, I can't hang out with you, and then she's like, I don't take just anyone to the boiler room, you know, which is high praise, I guess. Sure. And yeah, girls got morals, all right? And then... Well, she's at least got standards, question mark? I don't know. She yeah. dated Ron Ron, so that's, you know... <laughs> And then they do a lot of like close tu- close faces talking and then they I don't really remember what else they say but she says I'm too bored to argue and then they start making out and I'm like I don't hate this. I don't either. Well also he's like, "Oh, you actually like me." And she's like, yeah. "Again, yeah. Bianca's the fucking best." Yeah. <laughs> Cuz she does. She likes him. She just like Usually when girls are bored, they want to argue. It's true. She's like, the, I, like she likes him. She just like doesn't know how to express it because she's like kind of emotionally stunted. Yeah. Um, and then they're by his locker and she, he just has like photos of cars in his locker, which I noticed. Oh, I did not notice that, but I am also not surprised. I don't remember what they talk about. I think they're like, <laughs> oh, let's hang out later. Like, oh, wait, I have a basketball game. Oh, I'm not going to that. Okay, see you later. Bye. Pretty much. And she also <laughs> is like calling him out on caring too much about what people think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Bianca's constantly belittling Drew for his passion of basketball, which is kind of upsetting. But I don't blame her. Basketball games are fucking boring to they go to. They are boring. I don't understand why... They, the basketball games always have, like, a huge crowd at them, which doesn't make any sense to me. Especially if they're on, like, a weekday. Like, no. Who wants to hang around school the and watch school a basketball spirit game? Is, like, that's very true. They have so much school spirit for literally every sport that's played at the school. As a person who literally yeah. never attended a high school sport, it is baffling to me. <laughs> I went to football games, but that's because be all my friends went. A few girls field hockey games, and that's about it. <laughs> no surprises here. I would sometimes go to like my friend, like the my skirts. friend's volleyball game, because nobody went. Nobody went to boys' volleyball games, and he's like, "Can you please come and support yeah. us?" And I was like, "Fine, we'll go." You guys, what I love about our little like group on this podcast is that we are all forever on brand. <laughs> <laughs> We just settled into our like stereotypes. Listen, we know who we are. Yeah. We're like cartoon characters who wear the same thing every day <laughs> at this point. Like, you just know what you're gonna. Get. <laughs> well, I feel like we're like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. <laughs> like we're all like extreme in different ways. <laughs> like too much of this, not enough this, just amount of this on different on on different subjects. We 
change, I, but... Absolutely. Yeah. And we're all very consistent. <laughs> all, to the point where my reference is Goldilocks and the Three Bears. <laughs> and Sean's as cartoon characters. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay, we're at the art thing. Like the characters of Degrassi, we are somewhat stagnant in cardboard. <laughs> and I love us. Um, okay, but then we we go to the art gallery show thing. And did you, anybody else notice, like, the massive, like, were they massive whoppers in a popcorn bucket? It was very confusing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was happening at this art show. <laughs> Or the framed American flag. I'm like, that's just not a good piece. No. Well, the thing about all of this art is that none of it is good. No. And then That's true. And then we get there and then Zane's ex Thomas comes up and is like, Oh, welcome to the show, whatever. And Zane is like, Yeah, Thomas is very active in the local art community. And Riley's like, I love the local art community. (laughs) It's insane. Oh, wait, I forgot about the last scene before um, this when Bianca and Drew are talking. They mentioned the drive-in, and this is like the third mention of a drive-in movie theater. Where the fuck is this drive-in? When did this start happening? Have we seen the drive-in? We have not. No, we have. When? I've never seen a drive-in in my life oh really, really? this driving no we we saw I've we've seen it it's a good time we saw the drive-in with like Paige and spinner and hazel and jimmy and marco we saw a drive-in a long time ago but we've seen a drive-in i have no memory the of drive-in this. exists in the degrassi universe remember they're seeing like a scary movie kudos to the drive-in theater for staying open through this many seasons of the show seriously Remember, they're watching a scary movie, and Marco and Paige were in the front. It was when Spinner's being an asshole and was like, eh, Paige won't make out with me because she was, I think it was like when Dean came back. I don't really remember. It was when Spinner got his car. Uh, why do I have no memory of this? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I vaguely remember this, but I'm also thinking of the Boy Meets World episode at the driving movie theater where Corey's dating like the rich mob connected girl. Oh, I forgot out to be- about her. <laughs> You guys, where is my memory? Why can't I remember any of this? Also, we, so you know how on Facebook, it's like one year ago today, it was one of our episodes and it was something about someone named Linus. And I was like, who the fuck is Linus? Oh, from Friendship Club. He was oh, that yeah, asshole from, from Friendship, Friendship Club. Club. Okay. Yeah. I like had no memory. I was like, yeah. I was furious about this guy, Linus, and I have no memory of him. <laughs> I'm worried about your memory. <laughs> I'm also worried about my memory. Do some more crossword puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Jeopardy. I just like certain things are just going away. I think I'm like I'm retaining like useless nonsense and like things from my history are just disappearing. Welcome um, to your late twenties, ladies. It's slowly but surely just gonna fucking leave your head. Right. <laughs> um oh yeah, okay. The age of huh? What? Ah, around the corner. <laughs> I think all the, like, everything that I did in high school is now, like, catching up to me. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, we're at the art thing. Thomas is like, oh, you like the art community, do you? Okay, whatever. He's already kind of snotty. Yeah, my note about Thomas, my first note is just, Thomas is a lot. I just wrote, okay, Thomas the X is annoying. <laughs> yeah. He's a jerk. He's condescending. He's almost 
he's like too campy of the art guy, and I just don't fucking like him. And he makes Riley uncomfortable, so that makes me uncomfortable. All right. Also, I like Riley. You know who he looks like? He looks like uh. What's his name? Luke from Halloween Town? The redhead <gasps> yes, kid from Halloween totally Town? Yes, does. Oh like, my god. The troll guy? And I know Luke from Halloween Town. <laughs> that I've retained for Thomas some reason. Thomas looks exactly like that guy. I'm pretty sure it's not the same guy because it'd be way too late. He'd be way older, but he looks like that guy. Um. Anyway, then we're with Casey, Dave, and Drew. And... Oh, Drew's like, oh, can we still... Can, oh, because they're Casey and Dave are like, we're going to trivia at the dot after the game. Since when with does our the dot girlfriends. do trivia? The dot has changed. I don't know. <sighs> Everything's always changing. <laughs> um, and then they're like, yeah, sure. Who are you bringing? Anyone we know? And he's like, uh, yeah, it's Bianca. And they're like, what? Like, our girlfriends don't like her. You can't bring her. They're being real dicks, and they're judging so hard. And they're like, you can do better. Bring someone else. They're like, we get that she's super hot. And then Casey goes, like the sun, which I thought was kind of funny. (laughs) He's like, it's great. But then he, like, says something shitty. And Drew's like, says the guy with a pregnant girlfriend. Yes. I was like, yes. Slam. (laughs) I know. And it's like, Casey and Dave are in no place to judge. Yeah, Casey was saying, like, hey, man, you don't need any distractions. And he's like, yeah, says the guy with a pregnant girlfriend, which is like, you know, good. Zing them. Got him. <laughs> Nailed it. Jesus Christ. I know. And they're being really shitty about it. And But the thing that I really like about Drew in this episode is that he's not, like, he's not being a fucking Dave and, like, bowing to the peer pressure he's like no you guys are stupid like stop being mean to bianca like she's super hot but also she's really like an awesome person and you guys just don't know her at all yeah they're like he's like please give her a chance like you guys don't know her she's cool let her come and like hang out which was very nice and i made me really like drew a lot more i I love drew now he is unwavering yeah um, and then we're at Allie's house with, they're eating dinner with like Malika and everybody. And she is pushing this sleepover hard. Yeah. So then, yeah. And oh, yeah. being like an angel and making Allie look good. There's also, this happens twice that they're eating very stereotypical dishes. Allie's family is having butter chicken. Later, <laughs> Riley is having tzatziki. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, it's like did you just like look up a menu at these nationality yeah. restaurants and pick the first thing you saw <laughs> yeah that's how it's um, yeah also like butter chicken is definitely like the easiest one for them to remember so it's, also, it's like butter chicken is even more basic than like chicken tikka masala which is arguably the most basic indian food it is, you can yeah, get it is i get definitely. it every time but i love it i love that <laughs> I love some samosas. I'm I love like, a vindaloo. Hell yeah. Um, no, no. Oh my god, garlic I, naan. I the garlic naan is the shit. Oh yeah? I cook a lot of Indian. Ugh. Indian food is so good. Okay. The best. And then and then Allie's <laughs> like, well, the night doesn't have to end. Can she sleep over? And they're like, yeah, sure. And it's so... The Allie storyline moves kind of slowly in this first episode. It's real boring. But she's, like, pushing for the sleepover. And her mom's like, yeah, of course, as long as it's okay with your friend. And her friend is like, yeah, sure. And it's like she, like, is scheming. Yes. Um, 
And then... Because <laughs> I don't think she really likes Allie. No, I, I don't think she gives a fuck Doesn't about it. Allie. <laughs> All that girl cares about is her cigarette and her man. She doesn't care nothing about <laughs> sweet little Allie. Seriously. Okay, I do. <laughs> we care enough for several people. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, if only we could go be friends with Allie. And then we're at the art show, and this is when Riley is like bullshitting about art. But he's kind of good. Because Thomas keeps taking him around and is like, what do you think about this piece? And Riley's like, um, I think he, he keeps saying things are interesting. And Thomas is like, okay, but like, how is it interesting? I need you to tell me. It's super annoying. Like, just let him be there. Let and him be consume supportive. art in the way he feels most comfortable. Jesus, Thomas. But he does like, there's like just randomly a knife stuck in a wall. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I think it means that like, even something dangerous can be beautiful. And that's when I wrote down, like, is Riley good at this? <laughs> and then the, Thomas Cheek takes him over to, like, a different piece. And he's like, what about this one? He's like, interesting. He's like, everything is interesting. And he's like, I think this artist should quit because it looks like finger painting Oh, yeah, or no, something. he's like, he's like, it's interesting that this artist thinks he can get away with finger painting. <laughs> and I was like, slam. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no, that was Thomas's piece. And then he, like, freaks out and runs away to the bathroom. <laughs> and Riley's like, oh, no, I didn't mean to. The, wall, the knife stuck in the wall was the best piece at the entire exhibit. <laughs> at least it had balls. Yeah, <laughs> this is a bad art. It show, had some you guys. emotion. <laughs> um, yeah, it was bad, and I was like, "Oh no!" Riley super slammed him. Um, and then we're at the basketball game, and Bianca shows up anyway, and Drew's very excited about it. They have really good chemistry, you guys. And Casey's like, "What is she doing here?" And he's and Drew's like, "I don't know. She came. It's fine. I'm not gonna get distracted." Because Casey's like, "She's gonna distract you." Blah blah blah. Which is just a whole other fucking can of worms that we don't need to open about like blaming girls for being distractions, which is so stupid and annoying. Well, so- Pretty girls are distracting. That's all I'll say. <laughs> They're distracting. They drop things. They make you fall over. They make you say stupid stuff, and they make you forget shit. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, but Casey's being dumb and like, why is she here? And Drew's like, I don't know, whatever. And then they go into the locker room for halftime. And he's like making the excuse that it's like bad for basketball for her to be there. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and then we are with Riley and he's wearing that tank top and Zane comes over and is like, hey, Thomas is fine. He's a big drama queen. Like, you're okay. And he, you he's don't very have... nice about the whole thing. And yeah. He's very appreciative of that. He's I like, just you like... don't have to pretend to like art. <laughs> Zane rocked in this and... scene. He's like, hey, we just got over you having two personalities. You don't need to create another. Be yourself, boy. I was stoked on Zane here. He's I, love Zane. I love boy. Zane. Zane is, is the best boyfriend. They have such a good dynamic, and I just enjoy them. He's a he's like the ideal first boyfriend for Riley. Totally. Riley does not deserve him. <laughs> that is a true fact. <laughs> um, and then they start to kiss, and then his mom walks in on them, and it's awkward and dramatic, and she runs away. And then what are we doing? We're with the fucking Casey and Dave and everybody again. Oh, and okay. So they're playing basketball and Drew and Bianca are like making eyes at each other. And Casey passes him the basketball and it hits him in the face, which 
I haven't played basketball in a really long time, but also if you're passing the ball, it probably shouldn't be high enough to hit the person in exactly. the face. It's like you pass it to sure. the chest. Look, I know very little about basketball, <laughs> but I did play basketball for like a minute, and that's what I remember. Yeah. I know enough to know that you make eyes at the girl after you take the shot, after you catch the damn ball. <laughs> also that, but... I just wrote down that Drew is a cartoon. Like, he's just, like, a caricature of a human. But Casey and Dave are also, like, taking out their frustrations on Drew. They're, like, playing bad with him because they think he's going to play bad because they're mad at him. Like, it's, like, Drew's not actually, like, doing that much. He's not playing that poorly. They're, like, being stupid. It's dumb. And also, like, why why can their girlfriends be there and not be a distraction, but Drew's going to be distracted by Bianca? Yeah. I don't understand. Like this, this doesn't make any sense. And the girls are being all catty and mean. I know they are. They are. Um, But then DeGrasse, but then they pass the ball to Drew. He makes the winning shot. They win anyway, and it's fine. And then, And then, like, after the game, like, all, everyone, like, meets up with their ladies, and they're like, all right, let's go to the dot, and then Jenna's like, she's coming to Bianca, and they're all being fucking assholes, and Drew's like, fine, we don't have to go, you guys are assholes, and they walk away, and I'm like, yeah, drop their asses, they're terrible. Also, like, how is Jenna one to judge? Seriously. Jenna sucks, and her music sucks, and she's all pregnant (laughs) and annoying, so no one should shut (laughs) up and let Bianca be. And that other she just, girl, she sucks. for a while, I was telling Kelsey this the other day, for a very long time, the only person on Degrassi I followed on Instagram was the actress who plays the other girl who Dave's dating because she lived a very intense rock and roll, Bella Thorne-style life. Like, life. like She was always crazy and partying <laughs> and going nuts. So oh, she's my not God. One to judge <laughs> she, I don't even think she spoke in this episode. <laughs> She did not, but also I love that Sean was immediately texting me, like, referencing Bella Thorne, and I was like, this is very you. Like, okay, also, you picked the right audience to talk about Bella Thorne, Good too. form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. She's so referenceable. She's, she's, a, she's a podcast in her own. <laughs> oh, my God, would do a Bella Thorne podcast, but oh Who God. Weekly kind of got me beat on that. That's true. Um, but then, okay, then we're at the sleepover with Allie and Malika's like, yeah, so actually I'm going to go sneak out to see my boyfriend because my parents don't like me to see my boyfriend. I'll be back before sunrise. And so it's very apparent that she's been using Allie this entire time. Yeah. She's pretty much just like later days. And then like, let me take my huge carton of cigarettes. Oh my God. Okay. So that's my next (laughs) note because like there's like just an enormous box on the chair and Allie's like you smoke what do your parents think and she's like they think they have a daughter who doesn't smoke which is a good line but also I'm like what fucking pack of cigarettes looks like this I've been smoking for 13 years I have never once in my life seen a pack of cigarettes look like that Canada maybe is different hashtag maybe it's different those are a pack of Dunhills now I used to smoke Dunhills myself and they come these big flat packets that you open upwards. John Lennon used to smoke them. Hunter Thompson used to smoke them. So I thought it would be cool if I smoked them also. So <laughs> I got stoked when I saw a box of cigarettes. Like apparently, I just Hill. very cool. Apparently, apparently, I just don't smoke like cool cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
I smoke trash person <laughs> cigarettes. My bad. I'm nothing like Hunter S. Thompson. Apologies. I have no point it's of reference for cigarettes. <laughs> uh, Again, you guys were all on brand. <laughs> yes. like, of course, John smoked cigarettes that John Lennon and Hunter S. Thompson. Thompson would have smoked. That sounds like my brother. My brother would have been all you about that. Ray too. would definitely do that. <laughs> Used to. Now I smoke what a girlfriend bought about once a week or if I'm in a bad mood. That's about it. <laughs> there you go. Um, see, we're on all ends of the spectrum, guys. <laughs> um, all right. And that's the end of that's the end of part one. And then part two starts and Malika still isn't fucking back and the sun has risen. And this girl is trouble. And Sav is like, where's your friend? And Allie's like, oh, she took an early bus. She's like, JK, because she comes like rolling in. She's like, sorry. And she sucks. And basically she like proposes like, you know, if you cover for me, I'll cover for you for things. And Allie's like, I don't want to be covered for anything because I just like want to do well. Yeah. yeah, and because she needs friends. So it is, Allie just wants good, and she's so darn cute. <laughs> she's just there in her pajamas just trying to be a good person, and I feel bad. I know. She's trying so hard to, like, turn over a new leaf, and this fucking girl is not helping. Um, But then Monster we're with child. Drew, and... I just heard Drew standing up for Bianca with his friends. It's very, I think this is when Drew's like, we're going to go get food. You're going to meet Bianca. You guys only know about her reputation. You don't actually know her. Let's fucking squash this. Seriously. And I'm like, this is very cool. Um, oh, and then we're with Riley and he's trying to talk to his mom about the fact that she walked in on him kissing Zane, but she is in hardcore denial and is like what are you talking about you guys were just goofing around nothing happened you like didn't look like homework to me it's fine bye they were goofing around a bit (laughs) i mean they were definitely goofing around also his mom brings him breakfast in bed right regularly enough that he's not like wow thanks mom (laughs) he's just like yes of course my breakfast in bed just like always yeah boiled little asshole yeah it's confusing. And then, I don't know what happened. I, I just wrote, Drew trying to forge a truce. I love Drew and Bianca. I don't know. I, that's just, that's all I got. I think, is this when they, yeah. no. This is I don't know, maybe this is him, like, convincing people to do this again. I, I don't really remember. this is him convincing her to go to the okay. thing. Yeah. Because he's like, please, like, let's just try mm-hmm. to do this. Oh, yeah. Then... He's like, I want to be able to hang out with my friends and it'd be easier if, like, everyone gets along. Like, let's just try. And she's like, okay, fine, sure. Because she's also very cool. And Bianca... So Bianca cool. needs more credit. She really does. We're here to give it to her. We're in Bianca's corner and she Seriously. needs that. We truly, truly are. Um... But then we're with Allie and Malika who are sneaking, who are getting out of class because they're pretending to pray. And they go outside and Malika starts smoking. And Allie's like, why are you doing this on school property? This is crazy. And then she's like, Which is oh. a good point. Although, to be fair, I was given in school suspension because I was caught smoking outside of the cafeteria. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> I mean, listen, I was given a lot of like reprimand things for sneaking off of school property to smoke cigarettes. So I was like, well, 
Or I could just hide in this kiddie playground outside of the cafeteria, which worked many times, by the way. Like, I very effectively did that. But, yeah, we did get caught one time. And it was just, like, a huge group of us. And we were just all filed into the principal's office. You'd think they would meet you halfway. Right? I was like, come on, you guys. I am a 14-year-old who smokes. Let me have this. (laughs) Clearly something has gone wrong. (laughs) Um, but then Malika hands her cigarette to Allie for, I think she's like getting something from her bag or something. And then of course, at this exact moment, Allie's mom drives up to school and see, catches Allie holding a cigarette and Malika totally sells her out because she's awful. She sucks. I hate this girl. There's one thing that makes me feel as bad as other kids getting blamed for cigarettes on TV and that's when somebody makes fun of, like, someone's dad for being a janitor on a TV show. Because I always feel bad for people watching it whose dads <laughs> are janitors. I get that exact same feeling when somebody claims a cigarette isn't theirs. Yeah. <laughs> the cigarette misunderstanding. In Allie's mom's defense, Allie has a history. And I also used the, oh, I'm holding them for a friend many times. And my mom was like... <laughs> I've been, my mother started smoking when she was 13 as well. So she was like, you literally cannot fool me. These were all of my tricks 30 years ago. <laughs> She's like, I are, she, my, my favorites, one of my, my mom has a lot of good stories. She was like arrested for jumping a subway turnstile when she was 16. My mom was very cool one time. But my favorite story about my mother is that she was like, I think she was like 15 or 16, and she was smoking a cigarette on a street corner with her friend, and they were like waiting for a bus or something, and she thought she saw her dad drive by. It wasn't her dad, but my grandfather was a very nice man, but he was like very strict and health conscious and stuff, and she thought that she saw him drive by, so like as a reflex, she shoved her lit cigarette in her pocket and like set her coat on fire. Oh my God. And it was not her dad. Oh my God. God. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, how can you not have expected me to be this? <laughs> this is all genetic. <laughs> um, But yeah, so then her mom comes to school and is like, oh my God, what are you doing? We're going to the principal and then you're coming home with me. And Allie's like, it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. It's not mine. And it's very sad because it's very like girl who cried wolf situation totally it's like the one time that it actually isn't hers of course she gets caught um but then we're with riley wait sean do you have anything to say about the alley cigarette situation i just feel so bad and like i said before there's nothing makes me feel worse than that except for dad being made fun of for being janitors <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. so specific but it's such a common thing it's true <laughs> So often on TV shows when someone's like, ha, your dad's a janitor. And I just imagine this father-son watching their favorite show together and the dad's a janitor. I don't know why. It's gotten it's me like, my whole life. And that's all that's tied with girls getting blamed for cigarettes aren't there. It's like there. dad is a janitor, mom is the lunch lady. Like the same kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Also, my high school janitor was cool as hell. He was like a secret scientist. He like invented all this shit and used to like watch like like go out into the field and like look at the stars at night with like a telescope he made he was just a very cool weirdo interesting i don't know we had like oh like he was like notoriously dope one of my was a famous photographer like back in the 80s and he's like oh now i just 
I like to be around the school. And he's like, has all this famous photography. Oh my work. God. So don't judge your <laughs> That's janitor. That's amazing. Wait, what's his name? That's, that's the moral. His name is Mike Quigley. He has the same fucking last name as <laughs> Did you. Did people sure. think he was your dad? So I used to tell Yeah, no, no, he wasn't my dad. <laughs> is this where this whole, like, being sad about the janitor thing it comes all from? all stems from that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I used to pretend he was my uncle. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, but then we're with Riley, who decides that. <laughs> and then what we do we have a uh, Riley like big Yeah, so mom? We, Riley decides to make his mom really see that he's gay is he puts all of his gay stuff out on his bed. <laughs> like all of his hunks with the Z magazines and like articles about gay football players. The article's just can you be gay and still play? <laughs> Is Which not is like, that's such a specific thing. Like, that's so Riley specific to the point where I'm like, where is he finding these articles <laughs> in like 2010? I don't know, man. <laughs> if only there was a publication that geared towards my life, I'd be in heaven. That'd be great. Uh, but then. Can you be strange? Still be <laughs> the answer is a sounding yes. <laughs> Um, but then we're with <laughs> then we're with Bianca and Drew, and we're finally going to the dot. And Bianca's wearing that leather jacket and looking cool as hell. We're all eating together, and like Jenna is already in like a terrible mood. But Bianca is really trying. She is trying. She kind of says the wrong thing, but it just like comes out the wrong way. Yeah. And Jenna's like going in with assumptions. Yeah. Bianca. Basically, Jenna sucks, and Bianca leaves, and Drew was like, fuck you guys. Yeah, he's like, you guys are awful. She said one wrong thing, and you totally dro- jumped down her throat. Like, you didn't even give her a chance. Fuck all y'all, I'm leaving. There's also a random couple. There's Dave and Tall Girl. There's Jen and Casey. There's Drew and Bianca. Then there's just another couple who you only see the back <laughs> of their there? heads that yeah. are never introduced. Well, when they knew, I thought it was just going to be like, the six of them or whatever. Um, but when they get up and like storm out, it pulls back on the table and it's actually like almost the whole team and all of their girlfriends. It's more than two more oh, people. Really? It's like a ton more people. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's weird. It's super weird. It's super weird. Um but Yeah. And I guess they Storm off and go to the ravine, which sounds like Seriously. more fun. Seriously, anyway. sound like more fun. But real quick, we jump back to Riley's house, and his mom just cleaned up all his stuff and organized it. Of course she did. <laughs> and so you're, Riley, you're gonna have to be a little bit more direct with her. It seems. But then, yeah. But then Bianca and Drew are hanging out in the ravine, and then fucking Ron Ron comes by and is like, "You want some magic mushrooms?" <laughs> Yeah, so all of my notes for this are, who is this mushroom guy? Oh, it's Ron Ron Cool. Because <laughs> I remember Bianca was talking about Ron Ron right. for that concert episode, and she was like, Ron Ron's going to the concert. And I was like, how is this a cool guy name? <laughs> I don't think it is a cool guy name. <laughs> Do you think he's a cool guy? <laughs> no, I don't. I think that they want to imply that he's a cool guy, that he's like kind of Jay-esque, but he is not. His he's name no is Ron Ron. It is not good. Like, why is he making that his cool guy nickname? It does seem, Ron Ron does seem like he 
You like <laughs> No, I do not, you guys. <laughs> I'm not that on brand. He's got some like J uh, and Silent Bob J. I can't remember his last name at the Jason moment. Jason Muse. Jason Muse hair. Listen. <laughs> With I'm, the beanie. Listen, I cannot be attracted to someone named Ron Ron. My body is immediately <laughs> repulsed. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he comes by and Drew was like scandalized by the drugs at first, but then he's like, just kidding. I'm going to take mushrooms because I'm not going to the basketball game because all my teammates are being stupid. Pretty much. I was excited because this came at a perfect time. I was like, oh, great. There's shrooms (laughs) in this episode because (laughs) yesterday... My cousin, who's around Drew's age, asked me if she knew if I knew where I could she could find shrooms. <laughs> I do not, but I tried because I, my cousin to think I'm cool still. So, but like I tried, Boy I Scout mean, effort. First of all, proud of you. Also, I think that you and I have both reached an age where we are like no longer cool, but are like we can kind of hang. <laughs> I actually, um, I used to do mushrooms when I was like twenty, and. A few years ago, somebody gave me some, and they've been sitting in a ball jar in my house for <laughs> years. Because I'm not going to take them, but I want to think that I will one day. <laughs> like, I want to fool myself that I'll do that one day, and I know I Actually, won't. like, with all of the things that I did used to do, I was, like, never into hallucinogenics. Like, I never did acid. I never did shrooms. Like, none of that. Hard pass. See, that's really all that I enjoyed. But it was a, it was a one year phase. We all went, you know. It definitely sounds a like a twenty year old boy phase. Yeah. <laughs> Although, don't get me wrong. I know plenty of women who do shrooms and acid, and now like ayahuasca is a big thing. Oh, like yeah. I feel like that's a rich person hallucinogenic. Yeah, because you have to like go down to South America and shit to do that. I think there's actually in New York you can yeah, exactly. like have like a guru or whatever. Okay. But you do have to like pay a lot of money to like trip your face off and like vomit like yeah. i'm like nah i'm cool yeah any high that implies a vacation is a <laughs> right experience. um i don't think it's gonna surprise anyone for me to say that i've never done mushrooms <laughs> no way but my brother does keep trying to like get me to do them but i just haven't i if you ever do can i be there and watch <laughs> sure okay but see that's the thing if i were ever to do it i would want to be in like a safe and a contained environment i would be there and, and i don't like do like that's not a thing that i'm even remotely tempted to do so i will like truly sit and babysit you like i'm ready i'm on board i'll just like chill with like a latte and watch it happen and just watch it unfold but doesn't it last for like hours oh no it's for eight hours or something like that like that's a time commitment that i don't know if i want to commit to it's a day you it's at least eight hours you're looking at that's That's, That's too long that's a lot of hours to like (laughs) not know what's happening that's why people do it when they're 20 because they have time it's true (laughs) although i feel like you would exactly. probably be good on a hallucinogenic. Like, I don't think that you would freak out. No, I don't think I would either. I think that you would, like, if anyone is going to, like, successfully do, like, acid or shrooms, uh-huh. I weirdly think it would be Holland. Unless I go into it in a bad mood. 
I really do. Because I think that if I do it, I will fully melt down. But I think that if Holly yeah, does you it. you would not be good. I would not be good. I'm like too tightly wound and freaked out like and anxious all the time. Like my brain just is not condoning this. But I feel like Holland would like just like chill. I would probably just melt into the couch and sit there for eight hours. I would probably be boring. <laughs> I'd just be in my own head. I'll tell you what it won't be. It will not be boring. It'll be a lot of things. Boring is I would be not- boring for other people. <laughs> uh, also, no, you'll be a fucking delight. Like, I want this now. I'm going to encourage your brother to keep pushing for this so I can sit in and watch and just, like, enjoy what's happening. And, like, make sure that you're safe. And, like, I won't, I won't even drink Begin- wine. I will just sit there. I will get an almond milk latte and just, like, chill the fuck out and watch this happen. And make sure that you're good. Yeah, we'll see. It'll probably never happen, but we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Drew takes mushrooms, and then. <laughs> but then we're with Riley and Zane, and Riley's telling Zane about how like he laid out all of his hunks magazines, and she didn't say anything. And Zane's like, I mean, I guess you're off the hook then. I don't know. <laughs> And I don't really remember what else they talk about. I don't know. And also Allie is like fully freaking out. And her mom is like just like reaming her. Yeah. And she's pleading her case, but her mom doesn't believe her. It's very sad. There's like there's just literally nothing Allie can do about it because she's just already been in so much trouble. They just don't trust her anymore. It's kind of a huge bummer. Yeah. Broke my heart. But then we're with Drew, who is hella high. Oh, my God. Drew is freaking out. And then he's like, oh, no, I got to go to the game. And Bianca's like, no, you cannot do that. You're way too high to go to the game. And also, it, like, hasn't fully kicked in yet. You are pre-high. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's like, no, I have to. What all my friends said were right. Like, I shouldn't have listened to you. And then he, like, runs away. Yeah, he's, like, is blaming her. And he's like, you talked me into this, which we all know did not happen. And no. Not in the slightest. He's like, wait, let's do shrooms. This was all your idea. She did not say anything. Um, And then we get home because Riley is expecting to, like, go to a baseball game with his dad. But he gets home and his dad is gone. And his mom's like... Oh, yeah, he went with your uncle. I told him to go without you. I figured you didn't like baseball anymore. Or She's being real shitty. <laughs> I know. And Riley... I, uh, I just... I, Riley's mom. Fuck you. And then Riley's like, just because I'm gay doesn't mean I don't like baseball. She says he's going through a phase, and he's young, and he doesn't know who he is, which isn't true about his sexuality, but... The puka shell necklace does give her some credence <laughs> when saying he doesn't know who he is or what he. That is a fair stupid. point. She's just like you're going through something, and it's like no. Right about- I mean, he's going through a fashion crisis, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it, and also he's kind of done going through a lot of the like bad shit he was going through, and he's like in a really good place now mentally, and she's like not having any of it. He, she's like, you're not gay. You're just going through a phase talk to me in a year you'll be better by then it's really sad oh and he's like i want and he talks about how he wants to tell his dad and she's like don't bother your father with this right which is a real bummer yeah because she's just like it's gonna go away don't even worry him about this 
She like freaks out too. She's like really mean about it. But also I think they just like didn't want to cast someone to play his dad. Um. <laughs> uh, Maybe not a lot of Greek <laughs> Canadian actors out there. They're having a hard time finding one. Well, I mean, never forget, like, the comically yeah. Italian Marco's dad. Oh, my God. Okay, but then Day or Drew shows up to the game, and, and he's, he is like, fucking high as hell. Super high. And Dave and Casey are, like, giving him major what-the-fuck face. <laughs> They're like, there is something going on They're with like, you right now. You are on something. What are you doing? And then his mom comes over and is like, we're leaving. Tell Mr. Armstrong he's not coming, basically. She is no dummy. She shows up and um, like just looks at him and she's like, oh, you're high. <laughs> In that scene, you can tell that not only does, you know, Mrs. Torres take no bullshit and sees right through him, but definitely had a party girl past of her own. You can tell she's familiar with that. She look. knows things. She knows it. Well, that's like with my mother, because she can always tell because she knows. She's like, oh, you're on drugs. <laughs> like, yeah, obviously. But then we're with Zane and Riley, and Zane is like, oh, give your mom time. It'll be okay. It took you time to come to terms with yourself. It's going to take her time, too, and it's very nice. He's the best. I love Zane. He's the fucking best boyfriend ever. And um, his hair's improved. It has. Also, I realized, I just discovered that the guy who plays Zane is actually South African in like in real life yeah so like that's not his accent (laughs) um (laughs) but then we're with zane or not zane we're with drew and his mom and he's like am i in trouble and she's like yes obviously she's like are you high and he's like yes ma'am very (laughs) (laughs) and then his mom is like all right i'm gonna tell mr armstrong you're not feeling well and then we're gonna go home and you're in big trouble and i'm like at least at least his mom is cooler than Allie's mom where she's like I'm not going to go to the fucking principal about this, but you're in trouble with me, <laughs> which is nice, I guess. Um, but then we are with Allie, and she's all bummed out because her parents don't trust her. And Sav is, like, trying to comfort her, and he's like, they still love you in their own way. <laughs> she, My prediction is that she's going to run away. She has, like, runaway face right now. Ooh. I won't know. I'm not not saying a word. She's she's got runaway eyes. As someone who has jumped out a window to run away, can confirm she has runaway face. Oh my gosh. Listen, my mom found my bowl. (laughs) It was a time. There's no, you really had no other choice. No, she found my bowl. I was like, oh no, what am I going to do now? She had, like, it was just. I saw she was waiting for me in the kitchen. On the she was waiting for me in the kitchen. It was all very suspicious in that kitchen. I was like, excuse me, I have to pee. And I had a bathroom in my bedroom. So I went in. I locked the door. I looked immediately for where I hid my piece. It was gone. And I was like, oh, OK. I opened my window. I pull out the screen. I throw the screen to the ground. And I jump out the window and run. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just run. Not into the night because it was like 4 p.m. But I run into the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> on <brand again>. listen 15 <laughs> year old kelsey was an interesting time for everyone um <laughs> uh, and sav is like trying to like comfort her and he's being a good brother but it's also like sav you're like way too per- too perfect to understand what Allie is going through right now you're like barely comforting her you're like he you did- have no idea what she's going through he did steal the car one time 
oh oh no <laughs> you go, go to travel. a concert and not do anything <laughs> um but then and he dated a white girl very true yeah you're right he sav's a rebel <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then we're it's like the next day at school and we find out that the basketball team lost and then they really rely on Drew. Like seriously. they need like, like some they backup. shouldn't be such an asshole to him. And then Drew is like, Hey, sorry about that and Casey's like, Yeah, it's fine, whatever. And Casey's being a fucking asshole. He's like being like, Yeah, okay, sure. Okay. I I like fully expected Casey to be like, You let the team down. <laughs> like I was waiting for it. It didn't happen. But to the point where I was so frustrated that he didn't like say such a cliche line that I literally wrote down, You let the team down with three <laughs> exclamation points. <laughs> um He's not gonna hear he let the team down um but the team let him down first kelsey oh no i'm like it's fine (laughs) i'm i'm mostly being sarcastic but he did let the team down um (laughs) (laughs) but then drew is like okay whatever and goes to find bianca and he's apologizing and she's like yeah it's fine like you said dumb shit when you're high i'm not gonna be mad at you for that which i'm like everybody's being so cool in this situation i love (laughs) bianca because he's like i'm sorry about what i said like i know that it wasn't your fault you didn't talk me into it at all i was just being like weird and a dick and she's like yeah no that's that's fine you were fucked up and you said some shitty things and i forgive you whatever like cool she's like i'm not judgy like your shitty friends yeah like they're both very cool in this situation he's apologizing and she's not overreacting like every other tv show character in the world and it's fine and they're great and they're like okay whatever cool we're together now i guess (laughs) it's amazing i love them i'm here for it yeah i'm into it and then the episode's over (laughs) and it was great yeah it was a time um it was pretty packed also yeah mom yeah you had whenever there's drugs that's always good (laughs) whenever there's a big coming out of the closet situation that's always fun You've always got alley drama. It was it was a jam-packed episode. <laughs> it was. You picked a good one to be on. And I feel like your only reason for coming on was like because of school uniforms. And it ended up being like a very good episode for you. <laughs> it was, yeah. And at first I was just like, yep, Allie's wearing a schoolgirl skirt. I'm there. But it all worked out in the end. <laughs> always on brand. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> um, all right. Spirit Squad Captain. Bianca? Totally Bianca. Or Zane. Or Zane. Zane. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Bianca. Both of them. It's a tie. Ship. Bianca and Drew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. it. Fucking Ron Ron and Drew. <laughs> Ron Ron and Kelsey. Why are you guys doing this to <laughs> me? Ron Ron's a spirit squad captain because Ron Ron took Drew on a spiritual journey. That's true. He did. <laughs> Thank God for Ron Ron. <laughs> you guys, I actually I like, see more. I actively hate Ron Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that beanie. I hate that vest. I can't date a man in a vest. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Ron Ron would totally have hung out with Jay. Like, Jay would have totally been like, oh, yeah, my boy Ron Ron. Like, oh, you yeah. know. You, you know that Ron Ron, like, just wants to be in the Montreal boys. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> He's from the Quebec boys. They don't have quite the Montreal boys. Do. The Newfoundland boys. Um... But uh, what else do we do? Moral? Moral. <laughs> what else do we do? Year two of the podcast. What else do we do? <laughs> um, 
Don't I'll be say, judgy. <laughs> or for better or worse, sometimes parents just won't see you for who you are. Parents just don't understand. I was literally just gonna <laughs> say that. Parents just don't understand. Oh boy, uh, Will Smith. <laughs> they, that's what they should have named damn episode after the famous DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. They should. Fuck yeah. Oh man. Because it would have worked for the Riley situation and the Alley situation. Shouts out <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. All right. Grapevine. Yes. Okay. So we just have an email and it's from Lauren and it's called Shantae. And she says... I finished all of Degrassi, even next class. I'm rewatching now along with the podcast and I'm and admittedly only up to season four, though I've also been catching the newest releases since the beginning of 10. Needless to say, I can't ever remember which storyline I'm on. But right now, my confusion is with Shantae. She made her first appearance in the episode I just watched where she's friends with Emma and Manny, Paige and Hazel, even Ashley. Girl gets around. But I had no idea she showed up this early because she graduates with Anya and Holly J six years later. How the hell long has this chick been at Degrassi? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. She has been here for fucking ever. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And it blows my mind because, like, listen, she's got extracurriculars. She doesn't – it doesn't seem like anything dramatic ever happened in her life. She never really had a storyline of her own. So why the fuck is she still hanging around this school? So she shows up in season four? She had to have been, like, a freshman or something. Is my question – well, no, because they have grade seven and eight. So it's, oh. it's like one of those schools Are that's they like still... middle school and high school. Right. Okay. So then that yeah. makes sense. And I don't know if it's that kind of school anymore, but at the time it still was. Yeah. Season four, it definitely still was. It definitely still was in season four. Mm-hmm. So she might have been like grade seven and then or right. grade eight. And then six years makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Especially also, because like yeah. seasons like seven through ten, they start doing like they start loading up like. Each season is a semester kind of deal. Yeah. Which gets confusing. It does get confusing. I'm never clear on how old these people are. No. Well, now we know because their polos tell us what grade That's they're true. in. <laughs> it's very helpful, actually. I feel like I feel like they did the uniforms just so that we would be able to tell how old everyone is. Seriously. What fucking grade are these people in? Here. The polo will tell you. I also can never remember what the colored polos mean. Yellow is freshman, purple is sophomore, mm-hmm. red is junior, blue is senior. Gotcha. Okay, I'll forget. That. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, that's all the grapevine that we have <laughs> for today. Um, if you would like to contribute to a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can find us on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast at tumblr.com. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com, where you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi inspired fan fiction for you on the spot. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. Um, Sean, what do you want to plug? Plug yourself, plug whatever. <laughs> I'll plug myself. I'm going to, you know, you can follow me at Sean P. Quigley on Instagram. I think that's really all I ever use. Check out my podcast, Hottest Girl in Class. We record 
loosely every week. Recently, we've been pretty bad, <laughs> but we, we record. We still have a show. So, yeah, listen to us. As far as recommending a thing to consume, I recently saw the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and I really liked it. So I'm going to recommend that. I like it. Um, I'm going to recommend... Have we recommended the new season of Grace and Frankie yet? I think I... Maybe? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think so. If we didn't, um, I just finished the new season of Grace and Frankie and it's fucking good. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> also, if you guys hadn't noticed, uh, one of the, our last episodes was a really cool preview of the podcast launch. And I'm going to shamelessly ask everybody to download it because... The way that it works is the people at Wondery track how many downloads we get and it kind of determines if we're worth getting ads again. And it'd be really cool if you could download it. Tell your friends. I'm shamelessly promoting our ad episode. Also, the podcast I'll sounds download. really cool. Thank you, Sean. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my extra plug for today. All right. I'm going to plug our upcoming paranormal podcast that is going to be airing next week. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we're low-key planning this, but also, at a, a like, both of us are equally, like, the least qualified to host the podcast because we I... both are the worst at being co-hosts. <laughs> like, we are both the slackers on the podcast, each podcast, and it, we're like, why? Why are we going to yeah. do this by ourselves? I don't have a mic on my own or a functioning computer. <laughs> By the time we have to record the show, I'm sure you will. I'm going to buy Holland's old laptop. I don't know if that's going to help us Oh, at yeah. All. I still need to clear it off, but... <laughs> I still need to buy that for me. <laughs> it's just... It's sitting right over there. We've been talking about this for literally and I'm like, a year. Oh, yeah. You buy my new, my old laptop. It'll be fine, but I just need to clear everything off of it, and I have not done that yet. Once I buy Holland's laptop and maybe we buy a new mic, I'll be able to do this. It's on. We're going to do this. We're going to... We still have to figure out what our real premise is. Like, I'm pretty sure we agreed on only doing, like, spooky episodes of different TV shows, but I don't know, because yeah. you keep calling it the Paranormal Podcast, and I'm like, are we going to be talking about real ghosts? I think we should only talk about TV, TV ghosts. Okay, I think that's more in our wheelhouse. Although, can I tell you guys, my apartment's haunted. Is it, though? This is a really? new development. Okay, so my mother stayed with me, like, two weeks ago. And, oh, yeah. And she puts and like she put down a mug of tea, and then the tea was in a different spot, and she freaked out, and I freaked out, and she's like, your house is haunted. And I'm like, why did it only get haunted when you got here? And then I was telling someone this, and they were like, oh, no, I saw a thing. And I think they were trying to freak me out. And I was like, fuck you. And they were like, you're freaking out right now. And I was like, stop telling me my house is haunted. Of course I'm freaking out. And then lately. What was the thing? Well, they were like, they like saw like a person. In your apartment? Yes. And I'm like, they might have been lying though because they're dicks. (laughs) But additionally, fucking (laughs) someone is going on my Netflix and like watching all of shows. And like. Shows that I'm like, I haven't watched the new season of this yet. And I'll, I'll start it and then I'll turn it off and watch something else and I'll take a t- few days off and then I come back to it to watch it again. And everything's been yeah. watched already. Are you sure someone just doesn't have your Netflix password? Did she buy well, some no, like, the new only antique who have my or Netflix something account that she bought are into the house? My parents or? and my dad has his own like 
profile and my friend Susie, who also has yeah. her own profile. And my mother it's and all I on share. Your profile. It's all on my profile. My mother and I share it, but I've like <laughs> checked with her on all of these shows and she's like, I've never watched any of this before in my life. And I'm like, who was watching my Netflix? It is the ghost in my apartment. <laughs> I have a modern ass ghost. Got a millennial ghost. <laughs> Which is crazy because I've been in my apartment for six years. So like maybe your mom brought it. Yeah. We oh, discussed your double on the show. God damn it. My mom would fucking stay with me <laughs> one time. No, I feel like my mom is just like one of those people who like attracts weird shit. So like she would fucking bring a ghost into my apartment. She has stayed there once. I've never like I'm like a person who's easily scared. Okay, I mean, your granted, mom totally brought it. My mom brought this fucking ghost to my apartment. <laughs> Although, no, the Netflix thing was happening before she got there. No, well, then maybe not. But I also, my building that I live in is like over 100 years old. We have like a painted over dumbwaiter, which is a little bit creepy in our kitchen. It's like painted say? shut. You did it, guys. It's super cool, but also scary. But mostly because I'm easily scared and my ex-boyfriend came over like, this is like five years ago. I've lived in this apartment for a long time. And he comes over and we'd been like watching scary things and he saw the dumbwaiter and he was like, oh, a dead little girl lives in there. And I was like, why are you doing this to me? I'm afraid of everything. (laughs) Or your mom forgot where she put her tea and somebody else has your Netflix password that you don't remember because you have a bad memory. (laughs) All right. All of these things are fair. <laughs> all right. Um, I think that's all that we have. <laughs> Kelsey's potentially haunted. Someone come exercise my apartment. You're not haunted. I believe in you. I have sage. I'm going to go home and burn sage. There you go. Um... <laughs> But that's all that we got for today. Thank you, Sean, for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure to have you. Never a dull moment. <laughs> um, and thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.